0: welcome back to the hammer of sparks pod today my guest is the incomparable dom samuel he is a physical specimen on the pitch and let's face it a teddy bear off it he has a real rags the riches cpl story and is played in some places not immediately on your radar but it has all come together to create one of the forge faithful's favorites let's talk to dom samuel All right, everyone, welcome back to the Hammer of Sparks podcast. Today's guest is defensive extraordinaire, uh, defensive player extraordinaire, Dom Samuels, a little bit of Mr. Everything. So let's get started right away. Dom, how are you
1: doing? Good, good. Feeling good. So we're we're yeah.
0: almost. We're right there for starting the season. I'm, how I'm excited you. are you?
1: I'm very excited. I'm very excited. We've been uh, working hard. We've been working hard. Things are looking good. So I'm ready. We're ready.
0: Tell me a little bit about the, the trip down to uh, Costa Rica and and how that went uh, for you guys. I know I've heard that you guys played really well down there. Um, yeah. We didn't get, like, uh, treated to all the scores and all the goal scores and all that good stuff. But tell us, how was it for you, the trip itself and the games that you played?
1: The trip itself was very good. Um, you know, love it down there. It's nice and warm. <laughs> so it's good to get away from all this cold right. and all, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, we went down there, and the facilities were amazing um, yeah. where we stayed. Uh, the staff there, they were perfect. Uh, food was amazing as well, um, and yeah, we had uh, some good competition. Right. Um, good training sessions. We did four, three or four, like double, double days or whatever. But like, right. you know, that's all in the fun right. of uh, <laughs> preseason, right? So, right, you know, putting in that you, time, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Got to grind it out, and um, yeah, no. Overall, good, good experience. Very all right. Good.
0: Good to hear. So, so it's got you on good footing for starting the season, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I, I recently talked to Garvin Matušla, and he was saying like how important it is for you guys to get off to a good start. Something I didn't even recognize is that Forge has never won their first game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, yep. That's a huge yeah. deal. So so what what did you guys talk about for, for making that a, a thing of the past starting this year?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, we don't really we haven't really talked about it much. Uh, we bring it up every now and then. And it's like, you know, we always we always have a good preseason. You know, we do well, we work hard. And then like that first game comes along and something just drops and we just kind of lose maybe a little bit of focus. Who knows? But like, yeah, and the in the four years we <laughs> drew I think Drew lost and lost. Right. You know what I mean? So like <laughs> we're looking to break that cycle and get off to a great start and then just continue that to the rest of the season.
0: Fantastic. All right. I want to dive into some stuff that's Dom Samuel specific here. Um, you know, cause yeah. we can talk forward with just about anybody, but we want to talk about the, the real nitty gritty with you. So yeah. I want to start off with the legendary story. Like everybody, like the, the diehard fans all know that when you were starting out coming up uh, playing for sigma stuff like that you were like the hardest working man in show business you were working at a lumberyard long mm-hmm. days yeah. getting out to practices working short shifts on on game days like tell us a little bit about how much you put into making this dream come true
1: um everything I, literally literally everything um before i wasn't i don't think i was driving yet no, I wasn't driving it. And so like okay. I was taking the bus from Scarborough to Mississauga wow. after school. It was like every day just to get some training in and stuff like that. And then um when I came back, when I came back from school, uh I just had to like grind it out again. Unfortunately, like um my family, like we were just going through some tough times, whatever. And so I needed I needed to work. I needed to make some money just to help out and whatnot. And um, so I got the job through a family friend uh, at the lumber yard. And those were like seven to five type of days. And obviously, like trainings for the older group of Sigma were at like nine to 10, 30, 11 o'clock wow. at night. Right. So, you know, you have to get out there. You have to you know, do the work, and I took the bus out there, did that, and then went home and did it again the next day and the next day, and so that, you know, it got tough, but, you know, it it kept me fit, kept me driven, motivated, because, you know, at at the end of the day, like, I had a goal of becoming a professional soccer player, right, and so, like, I just didn't want to give up on that, and so, I, and people, Bob, Coach Bob kept telling me, like, you know, like, things are going to happen. Things are happening. We're working on, we're working on it. You know, this league is coming. So, wow. um, you know, I just, I trusted in that, in him. And sure enough, you know, 2019 or 2018 came around and yeah. I got a phone call saying, look, this is, this is happening. And so, like, all wow. that work and dedication kind of paid off.
0: And oh. I, I think that's massive. That's one thing I haven't talked to people about before is, like, you actually had that carrot dangling of, you know, playing for Sigma and knowing that a professional team is coming. Like, yeah. if I can just hang in there, if I can just keep this going, yes. I'm going to be a yeah, professional yeah. soccer player.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was it was tough. I won't lie, like, the Saturdays, like, uh, there were, like, 2 o'clock game, Right. 2 o'clock games, but I would work at the Lumberyard from 7.30 to 12.00.
0: Oh my gosh! And so yeah. you're putting in that very physical day, and then going yeah. to play a full-on game,
1: and then going to play a 90-minute game. Yeah, yeah.
0: And and I don't want to I don't want to you know big you up and make your head too big here, but it's not like you were just a guy making up the numbers for you were like a two-time League One Ontario Defender of the Year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you were really a big-time player, there and you're doing all of this stuff on the side.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was
0: well. That's like, that's the kind of stuff the fans want to know about, man. Like this is this is tough, really it, dream stuff, right? Toughest
1: time in my life. Honestly, oh, man. It was definitely the toughest time in my life. So, so that
0: must make you really appreciate these like we've had moments of sports that are unbelievable from playing in the Azteca to holding up trophies. Mm-hmm. that must be extra sweet for you knowing where you came from,
1: oh yeah. oh yeah. I, it's it's unbelievable. I always say like it I, it's too good to be true. It's too good to be true because like from like you said, like from where I came from to like where I am now, like I don't think. I never thought I'd have any of these experiences, especially playing at the Azteca. Right. Right. You know what I mean? And then on top of that, lifting not one, but three trophies.
0: <laughs> that's crazy. In
1: four years. Like, yeah. So.
0: Yeah. I mean, and and again, that's something for everybody that's on the team, but for a guy, for day oneers like yourself, like it's amazing that you guys have done all of this stuff. in just a short, short space of time. Do you mm-hmm. still kind of pinch yourself about all the things that you guys have accomplished?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I definitely do. And
0: it's funny, you talking about your development years too, going away to school, I was, of course, doing a little bit of background research and you've played for some some pretty well named teams. Like I, I just love the names of the teams you've played for from everything from the Rochester Rhinos and Rochester
1: uh, Rhinos, right? yeah.
0: you, you had yeah. a you had a uh, tryout with the New England Revolution, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah there with them. but yeah, I think my, my favorite cool. name
0: has to be the the Penman. Tell me a little bit about playing with the Penman.
1: That was, uh that was my school. Yeah. So I went to uh, Southern New Hampshire University. Um, Playing for those guys was unbelievable. Unbelievable. I thought, I thought it was like, because it's it's a division two school. And so right. I thought I was just going to go over there and just go through the motions or whatever. But like, once I got there, like my coach, my teammates, they made everything incredible. And like, we had such a good team that like, the first year yeah we did we did okay yeah uh we won the conference um unfortunately didn't make it so far in the tournament but right. like you know we did well and then like my second year I won a national championship
0: that's crazy
1: right we went like 20 i think it was 22 yep one in one and though that one game we lost was the first game of the season <laughs> it was an out of conference game right the goal that put them ahead was offside, and we have it on tape. So, to me, to me, it's it didn't. It's so still bitter.
0: Mean, oh, so bitter.
1: So bitter. I love like, that
0: competitive fire. You're still not letting it go
1: after all. This I'm not. Stuff. I would never let that go. Never <laughs> let that go. Because, like, again, like we had, we played three. Yeah, we played three games in preseason. Played some Division One competition as well, mm-hmm. and we won all three games. So, like, we were firing on all cylinders. Like, everything was going well. And then that game comes along. And we lose one nothing, And it was like, <laughs> are you, you kidding me? And after that, like, we all pledged, like, that day. Like, right after that game, we're like, we are not losing another game ever.
0: Ever. <laughs> I <laughs> love that. <laughs> and sure
1: enough, like, we went the whole conference, no losses. And then we went to the tournament, dealt with that. that. That year, actually, I scored – I think it was like eight goals
0: Wow.
1: or something no position like that. They have you playing? there? I was a center back.
0: You were still a center back, but scoring those goals.
1: Still a center back. Yeah. I was, I was in, uh, it was all offset pieces, right? All offset pieces. So corner kicks, free kicks, all that stuff. Right. Like getting in the box, doing the business, whatever. And so, yeah. Do, do you have to
0: remind Bobby, like I'm a goal scorer from college. Like, why are you getting me up? There? <laughs> <laughs> it's,
1: it's funny because he, he knows and he remembers that, but right. like, <laughs> he also trusts that on a any counterattack yep. type of situation, like, I have the speed and the physicality to kind of break all those plays up. So he'd rather me yeah. <laughs> sit back and relax and have, like, guys like yes. T, guys like Wubens, yes. Alex, you know what I mean? Like, those guys in the box.
0: <laughs> but you know what- It speaks to to Bobby's teams, too, that everybody, you know, everybody's coming from championship programs, you know, they've Mm -hmm. been there, done that, all this kind of stuff, but they know their roles and their roles are constantly changing. We'll get into that in a little bit. Right. Yeah. But but everybody just accepts it because, hey, it's for the greater good. We're going to win titles.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Everybody has that, like, fire in them that, like, look, you know, we're here to win. And that's the culture that we've set from years ago even like way before you know what I mean so everybody comes in like okay you have to have that winning mentality you have to know that like you may have been somebody else on another team right but on this team you know this is who you are and if you focus on that plus more everything will be fine everything
0: will be all right you know how important then because everybody talks about obviously the sigma days and that's really important as we we looked at cap cavalry they start mm-hmm. out with the Foothills program, and those are the yep. two most powerful teams, you know, all the way through. They're always up by the top, right? So that that was a really important thing. But you guys have also played, you know, whether it's guys who've gone off to Syracuse, guys who've played, you know, um, like you winning championships in Division Two. We have the the French Connection guys, which have yep. come over, and, and they're all like winning titles and cups and stuff like that in, in the PLSQ. How important is it to fit in on this team to already have some kind of a winning caliber coming into the team?
1: Oh, it's very, very important. Very important. Like obviously those guys, they they know what it's like to win. Right. Right. And to lift the trophy, kind of thing. And so they never want that feeling to go away. <laughs> never, never, never. So they come in here. <clears throat> they come in here and they hear that, okay, like this is the mentality. You're here to right. engage. You're here to lift trophies. And and that's it. Like they just know that's all they know. Right. Right and that's all that's all we know and so we stick to that and as long as you buy in and just focus on that
0: that that's got to be a, a massive recruiting aid right like knowing oh, yeah. you're here to win like what more did you want
1: unbelievable
0: uh, all right okay so talking about some of those teams that you pay for some names. i forgot one of the other names that i really like the seacrest united phantoms
1: yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah. how yeah, was that was a brief time with them they were a pdl team is that right
1: Right. Yeah. Um, I went out to New Jersey first. Yeah. Um, honestly, I forget the name of that team. I was trying to remember it the other day, but <laughs> uh, I went out there and it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Okay. Um, And I wasn't playing and blah, blah, blah. So I ended up leaving there. Mm-hmm. And instead of coming back home to play for Sigma, I stayed at school okay. to just do some more classes just to get ahead. Right. My program there, but um I also wanted to play. And so my coach said, Look, uh Seacoast United is basically like twenty minutes away. Um we already have like our goalkeeper, Dom DiMaggio, um, and our right back, Keegan Campbell. I think he was playing for that team as well.
0: Okay.
1: So he's like, Look, if you want to go out there and play for them, uh I know the coach, I'll put in a word and you can go out and whatever. And so right. I asked him to do that and he was like, yeah, no problem. And so I went out and it was funny because they already had like their two center backs, right? their left and right backs, whatever, whatever. And so I ended up playing, holding midfield
0: Wow! for
1: like that entire season. What Uh, was
0: that experience like?
1: Oh, so much fun. Right. (laughs) So much fun. You just, uh, you get all that freedom. Right. It just to roam around and like whatever. And so like at that time, like, I had done a little bit of that for Sigma as well, okay. Because you know Bob used to like play me a center back, and then he said, "Look, Dom, go and play six. Just play simple. Right. Break up plays. Okay. Get the ball. One two touch. Just that enforcer. Yeah, yeah. And so that's exactly what I did over there, and it was so much fun. Oh, wow. I had the best time over there, and I made some good friends. Um, and yeah, we ended up going further than we expected actually like in in that season um but yeah no it was good it was definitely a good experience over there
0: I love to hear that and I love to hear like how players connect with like on so many levels there's so much networking going on between coaches to players that you guys are all going to see each other in some form shape or way throughout your careers right so it's making those connections right it's so Mm -hmm. important all right, let's let's jump ahead. You talked a little bit about you know family and you know some tougher times and stuff like that when you're starting out. Right. One of the things I want to talk about a little bit is how much the family support helped because I know personally, for me, as being a huge Forge fan, going to the games, being at the pre-marches and stuff like that, one person that I'm always bumping into is your mom. Yes. And we we talk a lot and stuff like that about games and and so how important has it been that family support, that family uh, and friend support that you've had along the way.
1: Uh, it's been incredible. They've been my rock, like, and any type of downtime or period that like I've been in, you know, I go to them or even like, they recognize that I'm in that type of state. And so they come to sounds, me. Right? Yeah. And, you know, they come to me and they're like, look, you know, uh, better days are ahead. And they tell me, like, just, just keep going, keep persevering, whatever, whatever. And, you know, and, and I just kind of – I trust them. I listen to them, and that's that. And, and they just kind of get me through those times. And I'm like, all right, cool, cool, cool. We're good. We're good. Then, right you know, they, keep me, they keep me level. They keep me sane.
0: And, that, and that, that's going to be important, too, because especially with Fords, there's not that many – like, I can think of, like, maybe count them on one hand, the down times we've had as a team, whether it's like, you know, that little patch last season in the summer where we started to kind of fall off a little bit after dominating. Right first half of the season and you know maybe like a conca calf early run maybe there's a little bit of depth but for the most part you're pretty high is it important to have somebody there to kind of keep you on a path as well even when things are good
1: Mm -hmm. yep 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 and my mom does that yeah especially you know she always says look you know you guys are you guys doing well just keep it up just keep it up just keep it up just keep doing what you're doing keep talking keep you know having Good experiences and whatever, whatever. Take it. She always tells me take a deep breath, uh,
0: which is important. I think with the speed that everything we're in year five of this league, right? Like it seems like just yesterday it started. Like,
1: Everything's right? like going like this, and she tells me, "You know, what? take a deep breath, relax, <laughs> let's go. Take a deep breath, <laughs> exhale." And it's like, okay, we
0: Sometimes it's the simplest advice, right? That is the most yeah, important.
1: yeah, yeah, most effective. I <laughs>
0: And I'm going to jump into going back to actually that flexibility we touched upon earlier. Like Bobby's teams are known for being everybody has to be able to play more than what you're never going to be just one thing. Mm-hmm. And you're a prime example of that. You've played all over the pitch, a little bit of holding mid, but mostly that center back. You've played, you know, the, the full back for us. Yeah. What is your favorite position? What position do you think is the you're the best at? And is it the same position?
1: Uh, uh, favorite <laughs> position is definitely center back. Tell um, me why why because i just like defending i yeah. love defending i love just like messing with forwards just <laughs> pissing people off you know just being that type of guy because i'm a, i'm a physical defender right and so like when things get a little chippy like that's when like, like, all right, like i'm good i'm in your head you know what I mean. You're right I'm, I'm i'm here to you know ruin your day which is like what i like to do um Although I do love playing uh, fullback because it gives me a little bit more freedom. Right. Um, you know, just to like get up and down the field and stuff like that. And it gives me a little bit like a different perspective.
0: That's interesting because as center back, you know, you know, very, really what your role is, right? You're there to break right. things up, put a stop to all this nonsense, get in there, be physical. But you do get a little bit of that freedom out on the wing.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So, again, talking a little bit more about that, we've seen you playing that roving, rampaging, fullback position. And it seems, at first, it seemed out of place because you are that big physical guy. But then for you to just be able to turn on the jets and go back and forth, yep. what is it that allows you to kind of do, play two such different roles, but play them equally well?
1: Yeah. Um my my youth like growing up and like being with uh sigma and bob just kind of learning how to do both roles at a young age and like translating that to like here now in like a higher level uh, i already know you know what to do and then obviously like watching um you know higher levels and stuff like that i kind of take things from there um, and i listen to advice from natural uh, like fullbacks somebody, right. like that. somebody like somebody like Ash who's a natural fullback you know I kind of watch I watch what he does I listen to things that he says that helps him whatever whatever and you know and that helps me kind of transition from center back to fullback and then man again, would
0: I would I love to be in on some of those conversations between you and Ash like both of you guys seem to have that same that sandpaper grit you know oh, yeah. When I watch you guys play, I see the guy you're playing against is always upset about something.
1: Yeah, yeah, has to be, has to be. And that's, that's how you know, like, your job is done. Right on. You've done, you've done your job. You
0: know? Now, as Forge supporters, especially in the Barton Street Battalion, sitting in the, in the 112, we have our favorite moments for all of our players, obviously. But one of our favorite moments with you has to be not even on the pitch.
1: I know, I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I know I know you know what I'm going to talk about. Yep. Tell me a little bit about about that day.
1: Yep. Um so after I got the red card, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. uh in that game, I kinda, you know, I was very upset that it happened and that I wouldn't get to be on the pitch with my brothers. Um, for the first leg of the of the the final first
0: ever final and especially
1: at home. Right. Um, you know, I I felt like I had to do I had to do something (laughs) to kinda be there and be like in the mix with everybody and so i i um i approached costa yep and i was like hey look you know i know that we usually sit up all the way up on the seventh floor or whatever in the suites and watch the game from there but um i want to feel like i'm down there like in the trenches with with my guys right like can i go over to the barn street battalion and kind of cheer with them and get them hype so that like you know what I mean they can see that you know one of us is with them and then that could translate throughout the entire stadium and so they were like yeah yeah you know what like that would be good and so that's why that's when I kind of said okay let me get down there and be with you guys and it was incredible it was an unbelievable scene
0: it's so funny the first ever season we're in our first ever finals the first leg of the finals you think you're at a fever pitch nothing could take you any higher yeah. and then dom samuels comes into your section and the crowd goes even more berserk it's insane. like
1: yeah. he's
0: one of us right yeah
1: yeah 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 now,
0: uh, tell, tell me a little bit about the relationship between you and the barton street battalion and not just the barton street battalion but the fans as a whole um with forge what do you what do you feel, or what do you get from us, and and what's the relationship like between the fans and the players, specifically you on uh, on
1: down the field? The one the one word that comes to mind is family. Everybody, every, honestly, like you guys are amazing, and you treat every one of you guys and every one of us like family. You know, and so I know that like whenever I see you see you guys, it's always smiles. It's always like, hey what's going on? What are we doing next? Are we, are we winning the next game? Yeah, we are. Right. Are you guys going to be there? Yes, we are. You're going to be the loudest and best fans in the league. And I know that I know that cause I see that and like that translates from you guys to us. And it, it's, it's unbelievable. And I love, I love like being with you guys and every time, you know what I mean? We have conversations off the pitch, right. whatever, whatever. And it's like, it's always good. It's always, it's always positive
0: that's amazing and you know what we we have a conversation amongst ourselves like when we're talking to, we always remind ourselves we're living in the good old days yeah you know what i mean like we might never you're never gonna have a time when a dynasty is is like this right yeah Uh, And so to have that and to be able to like you know sit with your heroes you know our kids our friends our family are all talking to the stars that they're watching on the pitch that's something Mm -hmm. that you don't get in many other leagues let alone soccer leagues around the world right yeah sit there and chat with you guys and feel like a part of the family Mm -hmm. that's amazing all right well thanks well uh, we are winding up towards the the end of our our show here today so but there are a lot of questions that i've asked everybody that i kind of want to keep going so one of the things that i want to ask and i know this is like an impossible question (laughs) but if you had to pick your best your pinnacle moment with forge up to this point what is the moment that stands out most in your mind Yeah, I, I know we've had a lot of big events, so this is a tough one. <laughs>
1: um if it's not lifting that first trophy because obviously that's especially because it was against Calvary one. Right. Um two away at Calvary. Right. Um if it's not that then it's playing at the Azteca. Right. That place is a fortress.
0: tell me about that like walking out onto the field like i'm sure you must have got the buzz like even in the locker rooms and stuff like that but what is it like stepping out onto that grass
1: oh it's 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 like (laughs) indescribable i kid you not like right on you hear you hear like the rumbles of like the fans and and the noise right inside the locker room and then like once you like step out Onto the pitch, and you just look around and you see everybody, and you're like, "Holy smokes! Like, this is real." And the obviously, the grass is like immaculate, right? <laughs> right, and so right. Like, you can't can't wish for anything more.
0: Like the perfect and, place to play a game, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And like, we played that game, and it wasn't even at full capacity, right? And it still felt like <laughs> there were seventy five thousand people in that stadium.
0: They bring that energy, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. The energy in there was
0: amazing. Crazy. Yeah, no, that, I mean, that's the dream that every Forge fan wants to hear an answer like that. That's perfect. Yeah. All right. Um, also, I always try to peg down. I know being a professional soccer player, you have to be a goal setter. You have to have you know, things planned out, what you want to do. You have to be flexible because not everything works out. Mm-hmm. But where do you see yourself? You've just signed an extension, an extended deal with us for a few more years, sticking around with Forge. Where do you see yourself, for example, in the next five years? Where do you see yourself 10 years down the road?
1: Hopefully just still playing footy. <laughs> nice. Hopefully still playing footy. Um, you know, I love it. I love it here. Yeah. And, you know, I know I'll always have, you know, a great experience, a family here to support me and whatnot. Um, you know, I'm twenty. I'm 28 years old. So hopefully... You know, within the next couple of years, let's say something happens, I get to move on to bigger and better. You never know. Um, So obviously, if that happens, that would be ideal.
0: And How how close have you come in the past to looking at that that next step? Because that's one of the weird but awesome things about Forge is that we've got amazing players, Mm. um, but nobody's really taken that step up yet that we've seen on other teams. And right. The talent is there, so we're just wondering: is it people want to stick around and win one more title before they go? Is it paperwork that's making it hard? Like, what is it that takes that next step, and why are we kind of missing it so far from our players?
1: Honestly, I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. Um. You know, I, the opportunities are there. Um. But I, again, like I'm, I'm not, not really. Um. Yeah. Like I'm not really like well-known and, like, the stuff that goes on in the background. Right. So I assume, like, the, the opportunities are there and stuff like that, but maybe guys want to stick around just to, you know, further the agenda, further the resume.
0: Um, I mean, yeah, it can't hurt having, like, three or four titles and a player of the year or whatever on your resume. Oh, yeah. if you do decide to move on, right?
1: Right. You know what I mean? And, like, you know, obviously things can happen at any time. Yes. So you just hope to do the best you can here and then – pray that those opportunities present themselves and you just got to, you know, reach out and grab them. Right.
0: You know what? It's, it's one of the wildest things of nobody, as much as we love forge, nobody wants to have a one club man on their team. You know what I mean? Like we all want you guys to get on and move on to the next big step, but we just hate it when you go.
1: Nah, I know. I know. Yeah. But again, like you guys always want to see the best for us. Yes. Right. Ah, And that's, and that's what we love about you guys.
0: You know, and and selfishly, like there's going to come a time when we can, you know, Lean over to our friends and say, that guy used to play for us. You know, that's right. what we want. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. We were there when he got started. All right. Uh, who's I want to know a little bit more about the post career. I, I know it's hard for a soccer player who's still getting everything done and looking at that next move and concentrating on winning a title here again. Um, but what is the post soccer um world look like for Dom Sandy?
1: Hopefully I'm still in the whole hoodie community. <laughs> Could you see
0: yourself coaching, or would you do something else in the in the football world?
1: I can see myself coaching.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, working on that coaching license and stuff like that as well. So, um, yeah, I can see myself coaching, possibly youth, youth right stuff. Um, but yeah, I definitely want to still be in the soccer community.
0: So you still have that passion for, even after your playing career, you're still going to be a soccer guy.
1: Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Amazing. Amazing. And uh, just a couple of questions about the locker room. Who Who are the guys that we need to know about in the locker room? Who's the funny guy? Who's the guy with the biggest <laughs> role that maybe we don't know about? Those kind of things. So we'll start out with, who's the Who's the guy who makes you laugh?
1: The funny guy? If it's not G, it's Manny. <laughs> if it's not G, it's Manny. I yeah. was the other character.
0: Yeah? Okay. Yeah. I've, I've heard. I can't wait to talk to Albert too because I heard he's a bit of a character. Yeah. G, I always knew about, which is funny because when I interviewed him, he was very serious, very straight. Oh but I've yeah. seen him Behind the scenes, and that's not who he is. No, not at all. <laughs>
1: he's 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 a jokester. He's a jokester.
0: Right. And who's got that? Who's got that? The leadership chops that maybe we don't know about because we know obviously Kyle Becker, Captain Kyle.
1: He, Kyle, he's the guy, Ash, he's the man. Alec. Yeah. Um, Borges for sure. Those guys have like. You know, a really big voice in the locker room and stuff. So I like to Definitely
0: hear that. Those guys. That's amazing. All right. And and is there any any kind of shout out you want to make to to the fans for to let us know what to expect for this season?
1: Uh expect another trophy. Right. That's <laughs> what I love to hear. Expect That's us to, to you know, go out there, get the business done, and uh, you know, celebrate with us again. That's amazing. Know, and you know what? It's
0: interesting because this year it's a little bit of a different vibe, right? Like Coach Bobby's always preparing you guys for for what needs to be done, and and that's always been playoffs, right? You know, mm-hmm. however we're playing during the season, you want to peak and reach that that pinnacle for at the right time of the year. This right. year it's a little bit different. This year you gotta you know win the regular season two to get that that first trophy, and then and then the playoffs.
1: So and then the playoffs. Is yeah. there a little
0: bit of a different mindset going into this season?
1: No, no, <laughs> not <laughs> not at all. Not no, not a, We're all. just it's, gonna go out there the and same, do it. Again. Yep, it's the same as every year. We take it game by game. We go out there. We, you know, Bob, Coach Bob prepares us for every day. Um, and we go out there. We get the business done. Uh, obviously the first goal is to, you know, win the season. You win the season, you get a berth into playoffs. Um, and then Champions League, stuff like that, right? So you know, that's the first thing and according to how the playoffs work now, right. Right. There's not four teams, it's five teams. Five teams now. So right. Again. And so like, if you're the first, if you're in first place, you got to play the least amount of games to. Right. To get, the get to the finals. Right. You know what I mean? So that's what we want to do. We want to be there. We want to play the least amount of games yeah. to then lift that trophy again.
0: Amazing. Well, Dom, Wishing you all the best from all of us supporting you. Uh, we can't wa- wait to watch another season and keep this dynasty rolling. Thanks for, thanks thank for being on you. the thanks, show. Today. All right. it. Talk soon, Dom.
1: All
0: right. All right. Bye, man. Later. A very big thank you to you, Dom. You're a blast to talk to and definitely one of our own. As the CPL season is now underway, keep an ear out for new episodes and some new shows from the Hammer of Sparks podcasting empire. Till next time, everyone. Thanks for listening.